your trusted source for local breaking news and what to make of it all. It's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning. Welcome back to the program. It's 20 minutes past 11 and uh, I am going to be speaking to uh, two of those walkers who are headed through the Simpson Desert. They leave on Saturday to uh, to head up. Joining me again in the studio, it is Ali Kamali from People Fusion and uh, Donna George from Jenny's Place. Welcome back, girls. Thank Thanks, you. Tra- now, we were talking away during the news that, uh, yeah, this is going to be the seventh? Eighth. Eighth? eighth. Oh, sorry. Oh, seventh. Next yes. one will be Next eight. one will be eight. Yeah. Now, um, you guys have been doing this for a long, long time. Um, I was uh, lucky enough to, uh, I didn't walk it, but I was a part of the first one you ever did, which was Kokoda for Camp Quality. And um, Ali, obviously, it was around Harry's Place, which was uh, a very close relative uh, of yourself who, uh, who obviously you lost to cancer. It was your brother's. Your brother's son. son. That's right. And, uh, you know, that was a very, very tough thing at the time. You know, it was Kokoda. It was enormous. It was wet. It was horrible. And uh, But it started a bit of a bug in you all, didn't it? So tell me, how did we go from uh, from doing Kokoda in 2008 to now sitting here talking about doing the Simpson Desert for 22 days? How do you get to that point? Uh, possibly stupidity. Yeah, you, you seriously need some mental health assistance. There's no doubt about that. But Trace, I think in all seriousness, um, as much as we're all out there raising money and and doing something for those that that need it, whether it be the children with cancer or you know now um, women and children living with domestic or in domestic violence, we get so much out of these things as well. Um, we've built some fabulous friendships. Hard to explain the connection that you have with people when you're in their pocket day in, day out for whatever period that trek is for. Um, you see each other at the most vulnerable and, and they're you know potentially their worst. We learn so much about each other because there's no other distractions of work and you know life in general. Mm. So I'd have to say uh, I think it's the bug that we just also get so much out of it ourselves. Mm, without a doubt. You have had some fun. I mean, you've done Kilimanjaro, you've done Borneo, you've done Kokoda twice. Uh, yes, you yeah. have done – and you've done Kakadu. Donna. Donna, Donna, Donna. So Donna is uh, – I often say how short I am and, uh, and, and a size six foot. Donna's shorter than me and has a size five foot. Donna, how do you do these treks? I mean, I know you know the last one you've just come home from. It's five weeks that you've been home. Is that correct from doing Kakadu? Yeah, about mm-hmm. yep. five weeks. You had swelling in your feet. You had to have compression stockings on. You had so many issues. <laughs> Yet you're going to roll around again on on Saturday. You're going to take off and do this all again. Why do you do this to your body? I know, Trace. I know. Look, um, yeah, my mum always says that, you know, my feet aren't big enough to balance on and I think she's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the doctors say they aren't now. Yeah, yeah. My doctor said there's not enough room in those feet. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I've always had this thing where I fall over a lot. So, (laughs) luckily, I've... um, And that's without her drinking. (laughs) Yes. So, um, but no, look, um, never in a million years would I have thought that I would become this trekker who would um, go to all these places to do the things we've done but um, you know they're a great fundraiser Um, the community really gets on board to help us out and I think um, you know there's a lot of people out there that don't want to go and walk the Kokoda track or don't want to 
you know, can't give up 22 days of their leave to go and do the Simpson Desert Crossing. But so in return, they're very happy to support us to do it. Um, so they're a great fundraiser for the charity. Um, as it, as Ali said, we have just met um, and had the most wonderful experiences along the way. Um, there's been, you know, tears and injuries and, uh, you know, everything that could possibly happen on a trek has happened. And we've just pulled each other out the other end because we train together before we go, that we we are all so bonded and connected before we even get there. Um, we always get comments from our guides when we're there on how, what a great team we are. And I guess... Um, for me, it, it's just about my passion for the cause. Um, I absolutely loved my time with Camp Quality and um, and I'm, I'm loving my time with Jenny's Place. I see the need every day and it's something that I can do as a fundraiser to ensure that the funds are coming in the door. Um, and in this particular case, to keep um, Jenny's place resource, you know, doors open. So, um, yes, my feet are back on track. <laughs> um, I have my little angel sitting here next to me. Ali always follows me on all the treks. And every time I go to fall, she grabs my backpack. So, um, so you're behind her the whole way? I'm always oh, behind her. Thing. She literally yeah. is. So I'm very lucky yeah. and she has a mammoth job to do. <laughs> she certainly does. <laughs> now, um, Ali, what's your favourite one so far? Of, of all the treks you've done, what's the favourite? Oh, that's it's a, such an interesting question and it's one that we've asked ourselves mm. many a times and we honestly can't pinpoint one because they're all different in their own way. So whether that be the cultural differences, say of being on Kokoda with the, the local um, PNG um, you know, communities or whether it be in Africa where mm. we then were fortunate to spend some time um, doing, you know, some safari type um, things afterwards. They've all had their own um, elements. Yeah. I, I think probably, you know, some of the, the Australian, um, the war history parts of the fact that, you know, when we did Borneo, we learnt so much about what um, our soldiers did on, on that, mm. um, on the um, Sandic and Death March. We've had a better appreciation, I think, for what, you know, our ancestors, I guess, mm. carved out from mm. a, um, you know, from a wartime mm. perspective. How mm. different was Kokoda in 2008 to 2018? Yeah, it, yeah, it was yeah, different. It was different. Yeah, I think the, um, you know, the support that the, the trackers had from the likes of the Australian government, of government and some of the um, works that they've done. Mm. Um, so their overall sort of water supply and... Toilets. Um, toilets and things There's like toilets that. there now? Yes. There is. No way. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was a bonus for us. Yeah, we weren't expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was very different. Um, and, you know, still it meant a lot to us the second mm. time around uh, still. Um, but, yeah, it certainly had big, had some more luxuries, I guess, than what it had mm. in t 2008. Yes, very rustic it was uh, the first time around, wasn't mm. it? Now, obviously, um, the 15th of August to the 6th of September, you have 22 days, 440 kilometres and 1,100 sand dunes. That's what you are going to be doing over the next uh, couple of weeks. Wow, truly. Like, I can't say it often enough, but you seriously need some mental health. Yeah, I know. And when you say it like that, it so scares me, Trace. But I know we'll pull each other through. And um, I know, you know, we are um, – that we put it out there for 15 people to do this trek. We ended up with um, – 
only 10. We got so much interest, but it's such a long time to mm. take off work. So there was 10 of us and unfortunately one has had to pull out um, d- due to some health issues. So there's nine of us going. Those nine people have paid their own way to go. They've committed to raise $4,000 for Jenny's place, which is $36,000. Mm. We are now at 93000 583. Thank you. Thank you. Gone up while we've been in here. And desperately trying to get to 100 grand. Um, Because I'm sure you can imagine too that this is going to be a real mental challenge for all those Mm. trekkers. 22 days of walking in the heat, then going to bed at night in minus seven um, cold and getting up and doing it every day for 21 days. Um, so to be able to go and say we're raised $100,000 is just going to boost their morale so much. Um, so, yeah, we're really, really hoping that the community will get behind us and help us to reach our tally of $100,000 because I'm just so proud of every single trekker. They have gone above and beyond with fundraisers and raffles and auctions and just donors and sponsorships. And as I said, the the local businesses that have already sponsored us, we're just we're so grateful for everyone getting so involved. But we'll do the walking and the crawling up the dunes yep. if people... People can just maybe, you know, donate a small tax deductible amount to us. Yeah. Mm. Now, a typical day. So, obviously, uh, I've got a bit of the itinerary here. So, on the 15th of August, you grab everyone from Alice Springs before sunrise. You head to uh, Dalhousie Springs, um, which is a five to six hour drive. You then um, obviously spend the next day getting ready. You start off, I I love this, Donna, you start off slow with a 15K Yes. Walk the first day. Just 15. That's slow. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just a 15K, yeah. Just a 15. <laughs> <laughs> Followed um, by a 20K and then every day after that it's 20 to 25Ks. Obviously it is going to be it is going to be a big a big mm. ask. What time do you start and what time are you expecting to finish each day? Mm. They tend to like to get us out fairly early. early. Um, albeit, so when we start out each morning, we'll be well and truly rugged up, um, you know, with layers on, mm-hmm. because as we progress through the morning and, you know, into the middle of the day, we'll be dropping layers as we go. Um, one of the support vehicles coming behind has um, got the job of making sure they pick up our clothing as they go along. Mm. Um, so, you know, and we tend to get into camp sort of, well, they say three o'clock, but I don't know if they realise we're not the fastest walkers. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they may be uh, stretching that out to, you know, four-ish <laughs> or so. And that gives us some time just to sort of, I guess, you know, um, stretch and, and try and prepare our body somewhat mm. for another day of the same. Yeah, it, mm. it is just amazing. So as you go along, how are you? So once we get through the first day, do you have camping facilities? Do you have camping? Do you have tents with you? What does a tradition, what will a day look like? Yeah, yeah, we will be having um, all sleeping in tents. Um, the the guide that's taking us, fondly known as Camel Paddy. Love uh, it. He does this uh, once a year. He's doing it twice this year for us as a, uh, just for the Jenny's Place trek. He used to um, take camels, so the camels would um, cart our food and drink for us Mm. Um, and our big packs will only be carrying a day pack. Um, But he started having a lot of problem with all the wild camels out there trying to get onto his camels. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, come on. If you see a nice, you know, fr- right. fresh piece of, of woman Camel, walking past, yes. oh, can you blame them? Yeah. So the past couple of years, he's taken two support vehicles. So those support vehicles um, will have our uh, food and water supplies. We won't be able to um, have any water for uh, showering or anything like that. There isn't enough water with us. For 22 days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've got big packs of baby wipes. Wow. Yeah, yeah so um, it'll be similar to um, when we did the Larapinta trial. We were allowed one cup of water each a day to bathe in. So we pooled our resources and sort of made our, our a bit bigger. But no, there's no, um, they are taking all the water that we will need to drink for those uh, 22 days. So there will be no availability for a shower. And our hair will look like Medusa when we're finished. <laughs> um, but that's all part of the challenge. Um, that's what we want people to know. Like we are really putting ourselves out mm, there. So mm. there's no comforts of home. Um, we will be sleeping, yes, in a tent. It will be cold of a night. It will be late 20s walking uh, through the day. Um, and, yeah, we'll be out most of the day. They'll f- the, All the food they will sort out for us. Um, mm. But, yeah, we're unsure sort of what that'll be or how that'll be done until we get there. But, yeah, we do know we, we are in tents. We're all taking our minus 10 sleeping bags and they'll provide the rest. So mm. Our toileting is a hole in the ground. In the sand. Not my favourite thing. No. Nice, nice. I mean, look, when... <laughs> When you talk about this, yeah, there is such an issue here in, in Newcastle and the Hunter with homelessness, in particular with domestic violence survivors mm. and women who are escaping. So, you know, for a lot of them, this is exactly what their day is like. They mm. they don't they can't have a shower, they're living in their cars, they're trying to escape a horrible situation. Mm. I mean, you are going to have a real real understanding mm. of what this must be like. Absolutely, yeah. Tracy. And I, I think that's um, you know how we've always got ourselves through every trek, no matter the um, challenges that that particular day might be producing. Is we do keep reminding ourselves on what we're there for. Mm. Um, you mm. know, we um, we have our own little coping ne- mechanisms of um, you know we make up stories, we play, play games, game. we we do all sorts of things, but. We never forget the seriousness of what we're doing there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and that's sort of how we tend to, um, uh, I guess, pop yeah. each other up when things are maybe a little challenging because generally you find one person's bad day is someone else's good one. Mm. Yeah. And that's sort of the balancing act of how we support each other. And the other thing is we know that our trauma is going to end in 22 days, mm. whereas these women we're doing it for, it's an ongoing issue. Mm. So, you know, for us, it's something that we'll end and we'll go back to our comfortable Comfort. homes and our yep. nice lives. So, you know, if we have to do this for this amount of time, um, then, yeah, it's a challenge that we've agreed to take on and, and hopefully it'll make a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you will finish uh, just behind Birdsville, I understand, at, uh, at the Red. Red. Yeah, mm. Big Red. So, obviously, uh, you, you finish on the Birdsville track. That, that'll be fascinating. Yeah, and we mm. just uh, we're missing the um, Birdsville races only by a few days. <laughs> I was actually going to say that. Yes, yeah. I, I'm seeing all of the the PR come out about the Birdsville, yeah, uh, yeah the, the festivals that go along around yes. all of that. So you're going to miss that. That's it. Mm. So I think the Birdsville races is on on the Friday. Mm. We walk into Birdsville on the Tuesday. Yeah. So we are actually expecting quite a lot of um, traffic as such mm. crossing the the um, with French our bucket. Line. Yeah, Good. and uh, so we're going to take that opportunity of trying to also get over over our 100,000 but you know as 
um, Paddy has said, the the guide, we do have to actually be careful as well. Yeah. Because there are, you know, parts of the track that vehicles can come out of nowhere yeah mm. wow it's going to be just incredible i uh i can't wait to uh to catch up with you i know you do have a satellite phone so i might even try and uh catch up with you one day uh donna if that's uh if that's okay yeah with we you. would love it we would love it and we are doing a blog every day unfortunately we won't have serviced in the in the midst of it but when we get back we'll definitely post it and we can give your listeners the link and they can see what we've been through and how it all went. Yeah. I would love to hear that. So, yes, uh, let's make a date to chat uh, midway through and see how you both are going. Now, if anybody wants to donate, it is uh, all to help Jenny's place. It is the Simpson Desert uh, Walk. If you go to mycause.com.au, if you click onto the Events tab and uh, then search Simpson Desert, you'll find it. You can also get to it via the uh, the Jenny's Place website. There is a link at the very, very top of the page. Um, if you can just make your way through there, as well it is another way to uh to be able to donate girls thank you so much for your time i really appreciate your uh you coming in this morning and talking to us about not only jenny's place but about this incredible walk and uh i just uh, my hat's off to you i i couldn't imagine doing 22 days like that you are just uh, you're both incredible individuals and uh what you do for this community is uh is mind-blowing so thank you so much for your time and i can only wish you the very best of luck Thanks, Trace. Thanks, Trace. We'll have we to really get, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, we'll have to get you on one Monday. Yeah, you've been, Donna's been trying since 2008. <laughs> I can't see that happening. I, I, I'm happy to do the walk to uh, to Nelson Bay. You're doing one right. of those. I'll, I'll do that. Okay, yeah. we'll let you know. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, girls. I really appreciate it. That is uh, Donna George and Ali Kamali, and they are heading off to walk the Simpson Desert. Please, if you can donate, if you can spare a few dollars, please. It's to keep the doors of uh, Jenny's Place open and it is just so essential to uh, to not only Jenny's Place clients but all of the rest of the domestic violence organisations that are in and around Newcastle and the Hunter. They rely on, uh, on Jenny's Place so much. So please, no matter how small, whatever you can spare, it would be greatly appreciated. Head to mycause.com.au and search the Simpson Desert. Otherwise, if you head to uh, to Jenny's Place website, you would be also able to find your way through there. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Coming up, we're going to be joined by Lisa Richmond with what you can get up to in and around Newcastle and The Hunter tonight and tomorrow. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning covers the big stories that matter the most to you. The local issues often neglected. Tracy Mack's plain talking, no-nonsense approach will get your morning off right. Talking news, sport, entertainment, music, lifestyle and more. Covering what you need to know and even some of the stuff you didn't. It's Tracy Mack with Newcastle in the morning. Weekdays from 9 to midday, only on Newcastle Live.